looking for the king of podcasts, you're at the wrong channel. Looking for good ideas for life, you are far from good hands. If you think the listener is always right, you are far from the right place. Hosted by a Northeasterner by birth, a rebel by choice. If you want a host that floats between love and madness, then play on and listen to Crazy Train Radio. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Mmm, I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Mm -mm Mmm-mm-mm. Don't mess with me, I'm one crazy mofo. Hey, I know we have a lot of horror fans that listen to our shows, and I know things have been tough for everybody across the board these past six or seven months with what's been going on in the real world, but I wanted to make a suggestion to you horror fans, because I know part of the normal routine year in and year out is to attend different conventions to meet some of your favorite horror stars. However, none of us have been able to do that because of obvious reasons. But I do have a little suggestion for you. SignatureHorror.com Now, some may ask, what is that? Well, they obtain autographs for the fans from some of their favorite stars, from some of their favorite franchises. Whether it be the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, and many more. They have different options such as, besides getting their autographs, you can do live Zoom calls with your favorite stars. You can do personalized videos for people, greetings of some sort. They just have many options. So if you're looking for to spend some money that you may have spent at conventions, check them out and see the options they have SignatureHorror.com That's right, SignatureHorror.com
Yeah, my name is Chris Sanders. I'm listening to uh, Crazy Train Radio. Hey folks, it's your least favorite host in the podcast world, Croc, Jonathan Steele. And I'm Elena, your favorite host from the Emerald Isles. Boy, do we have a good one for you today. This next guest is a producer, actor, author, and director. His first novel, The Thief's Son, became a Kindle bestseller in 2012. Since then, he is best known for She Summoned Him, The Curse of La Cantrilla, The Redemption of Harry Day, The Haunted Couple, and his most recent project, Nest of Vampires, is gaining a lot of good reviews online since its premiere a few weeks ago. Welcome, Chris Sanders. Hello, and uh, it's, it's great to be here. Good to meet you. Good to meet you finally in kind of person, person. I know, we, we've known each other for a while, haven't we? We've been chatting on our Facebook. Yes, we have. We have. And uh, finally, we're uh, here we are virtually meeting. Fantastic. I wish I could uh, meet you properly in person because my camera isn't working, but this will just have to do for now. <laughs> One day it will happen, don't worry. One day it will happen. It will. Yes. So uh, I think Jonathan is letting me just give, give the go-ahead. Unless Jonathan wants to chirp in and say anything. We good. I will chirp in as we go along. So I'm going to let the kid run the thing. <laughs> okay. Okie dokie. So, Chris, did you always know that you wanted to be a creator? Yeah, always. Yeah. Um, from the age of about five, really, when I started writing um, short stories, um, like my, my, my preschool teacher, you know, she loved what I wrote. So that really gave me the confidence to um, you know, crack on with it, really. And um, yeah, my parents were really great. They always encouraged me. And um, here we are today with the first feature in the bag and looking forward to the next one, really. That's great. Um, so as a writer, you mentioned when you were, uh, you were a writer before you actually branched out into the filmmaking. Like, what made you actually make that jump? Yeah, well, I started out, like you said, I wrote um, a novel back in 2012 called The Thief Sun. That was a Kindle bestseller. And then I, I put that online. I started promoting that on LinkedIn, um, you know, Facebook, um, all over the social media platform. And a guy, came, a guy named Wei Wei Sai, he bought a copy. And he turned out to be one of the assistant directors on Skyfall, the James Bond movie. And uh, we became friends and we started collaborating on um, a screenplay about the World War II spy, Robert Van Gulu. And through that process, he taught me how to crowdfund. He taught me um, how to raise investment for films. And I just pretty much took that knowledge and went off and started doing my own short films. Um, I started crowdfunding and then over like a period of like three years, I built this network of producers, uh, specifically horror film producers. And it got to the stage where, um, you know, I could just reach out to them and say, look, you know, I'm putting together this feature. Um, do you want to come on board as an investor? And, um, and they said, yeah, because um, they like my short films. And, um, and that's how Mr. Vampires got off the ground, really. So I, I crowdfunded the entire project. Um, and yeah, and now the investors are starting to see, you know, a return on investment. Uh, they're coming back for the next one. So it's all good. That's so inspiring to hear from, from me anyway, from like close to you across the pond. You make it sound so easy. <laughs> it is easy. It's very easy. It's very, very easy. It is, honestly. Honestly, okay. it is. I promise I'm, you. I'm going to follow in your footsteps, Chris. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you're from Galway as well, aren't you, originally? Is that right? I am. Um, yeah, I am. Um, uh, my mum was born in uh, Connemara, is it? Gordon? Yeah, Connemara. That's right. Yeah. I have to visit one day. I hear it's very beautiful. You, you really do. 
You really do. And try not to, you know, come here when it's raining, which is actually not possible. <laughs> I've got an umbrella, don't worry. I've got a big umbrella. Um, so uh, being well-versed in more than one avenue of the movie-making experience, do you have one that suits you more or do you feel connected to one more than the other? I really enjoy the, the, the producing and the writing. So I love, I mean, I work all the time, so I'll, I'll still like three or four in the morning just writing the screenplays. And uh, uh, But the producing as well is really good fun. You, know, you meet a lot of really cool, uh, the whole industry, as you know, is really supportive and loyal. Um, and if they really love you, they, they, they really support you, you know, and... I found over the past few years that um, you know I've met so many great you know horror film producers and horror fans, and um, it's just a lot of fun, really. You know, it's it's, it's a really great industry to be a part of, um, and I just I'm just following my passion. So it's not really like work to me. It's just what I do every day. I just really enjoy it. Yeah, I can completely relate to that because acting is my dream, and I have a lot of horror as well. And that's what I was just about to mentioned because you said it yourself your movies seem to have a lot of uh, love for the horror genre and I was just wondering is there a reason you gravitated towards that yeah I think it all started when I was about um, probably about eight years old really my first horror film I ever watched uh, was the old you know Hammer Horrors and you know with Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee and yeah. I think um, you know the, the writing was so good in those in those early films and Peter Cushing as well just a, a fabulous actor um, and I think the first one I ever watched was called The Ghoul, uh, made in 1975. And um, I just remember this, this, well, the story is basically a couple break down in the middle of the moors and they go off and they find this mansion house and there's Peter Cushing in the mansion house. You've got like John Hurt as well in his first role. Um, it was so atmospheric and so well written that I really fell in love with the genre. And um, from that point on, I always knew that I wanted to um, have my own production company and just start writing and directing and producing myself and having complete control over that process and uh, building up that fan base from scratch. And that's what I've been doing for the past, you know, four or five years. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to keep cracking on with that, really. And out of curiosity, what's your favourite horror movie? I think The Ghoul. Um, yeah, The Ghoul, 1975. Um, it's got Peter Cushing, um, John Hurt. Um, it's a really great like, British old-style sort of you know, atmospheric gothic horror film. Right. So, yeah, so I, I highly recommend to go and watch that. It's actually a Tyburn film, not a Hammer horror film, sorry. It's um, shot with the, by the production company Tyburn, which was pretty much the sister company for uh, um, Hammer horror at the time. Ooh, and out of all your projects that you've done so far, what's your favourite? Um, probably Nest. Um, obviously, it was my first feature. And, yeah. you know, we didn't have a huge budget. I mean, I managed to raise myself about 40000 which sounds a lot, but it's not really. It goes really quick. Um, but you know, we became like a family on set. Like everyone got along really well, um, and I'm bringing back all the crew for the next film as well. We, we're hopefully going to shoot in August. So yeah, that was probably the most fun. Um, and obviously, because it's my first feature, it'll always be you know really really special memories because of that. And I was actually going to just uh, let you like have the floor and just if you wanted to tell us about your latest project, The Nest of Vampires, and yeah, yeah, well, what, well my. My favorite, one of my favorite subjects in horror is um, the lycanthropy, but can't even say it right, but uh, werewolves. So that's what we'll be doing next. We're going to be um, studying the werewolf mythology. And I've written the script already, and uh, I've got the shot plan done and the shooting schedule. Uh, so now it's just a question of getting all the investors together again, um, getting the locations locked down. And then we just, um, yeah, we'll go for it, really, August. So I'm looking forward to that. Okay, so that's your future uh, works in the pipeline then, so... Teasers for everybody who likes werewolves. <laughs> yeah. Well, you come to the right place to be like werewolves. There we go. Yeah.
Yeah. So is there um, anything else you want to tell us yourself or, you know, for people to follow you or things like that? Yeah. I mean, if you want to, um, I mean, Nest is coming out on uh, Amazon and um, you know, all the other sort of like main platforms um, over the next month or so. We've also bought, built our own website as well. So if they go to nestofvampires.com, they can rent or buy the film there. Um, and yeah, apart from that, we're just going to crack on with the next one really and just uh, just keep going forward. I actually got a horror recommendation for him as well. Yeah. If I can. You'd have, yeah, to sure. go back, you'd have to go back into the 1980s, but you'd have to check out the Care Bears. Care Bears. <laughs> Is that a horror film? <laughs> I was being a smart ass. Oh, okay. No problem. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll go and check it out anyway. Because I, you know, just to be polite. <laughs> Yeah, I think I was too young for the Care Bears. I know of them. I know the, the toys, but I don't think I've actually physically seen the cartoon. Yeah, yeah you I guys... still remember them. So that means I'm quite old. So <laughs> yeah, you guys will be calling me all kinds of names. What's he mean that was a horror? <laughs> I know, I'm you... used to you now, Jonathan. I'm used to your humor. <laughs> you guys have like um, a favorite werewolf movie? Oh, um. I think you asked this before on Facebook, and I think I'm going to reply with the same thing if I hadn't already. But I do love Ginger Snaps. Oh, yeah. uh, I do. Like when I think of werewolf stuff, like as a kid, like there's been so much done over the years. But the thing that sticks into my head is um, Aladdin, the animated series. They had they made the movies and they made an animated series. But there's one episode in that that is embedded into my brain was <laughs> the the like they're on this like island or whatever and it's like a curse and the girl turns into a werewolf but the effects for like a child seeing that like it's just yeah that sticks out as a werewolf thing to me but uh as a as a movie i really enjoyed um ginger snaps because it was girls and it was just the way yeah. it was done. it was so like it was a nice twist on the old and like and throw yeah for sure yeah. like and besides the the obvious of American werewolf and you know all those things, that that's the one that I would probably say. But I have to say as well and give Amanda Wiss a shout out because she um she recently did um a new one and I uh, like no spoilers but I think it's bloody obvious. <laughs> but, but yeah, I guessed it like by accident. I was like, "You're a werewolf, aren't you?" And she's like, "Um," <laughs> and I was like, "I got that right." <laughs> but that was like a, a recent one. Whatever. There was um there was another film called uh, Late Phases. It's oh, um yeah. it's a werewolf movie, but not many people have heard of it. But it's a really cool sort of like low budget werewolf flick that's got some really great reviews. I think it came out about five years ago. Because when you talk about werewolf movies, everyone mentions obviously like, The Howling or Yeah, sure. Werewolf in London. <clears throat> but Late Phases, that's worth checking out as well. That's pretty cool. Oh, I do love The Howling. That is a good one too. That is yeah. like because it, it's done in a certain way that isn't like too um stereotypical it's gonna i do love the ending scene that's that's good <clears throat> but uh yes so werewolves yay <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah it's yeah. gonna be a lot of fun filming anyway so i'm looking forward to it yeah oh for sure because like um i was even thinking that um that avenue myself i know like my new thing that i'm going down i'm definitely going to explore but not to give too many things away but my newest script that i'm hoping to uh, go forward with is touching on Irish folklore and that was okay. one, of the, one of the possibilities that I was going to do but thank god you said that because I was like this close to going okay werewolves or something else and I'm so glad that I decided on something else because I want you to have <laughs> all the glory in this <laughs> so 
this is uh yeah the i'm so glad that like everybody's supporting everybody and it's it's just so nice as you said at the horror community everybody is just so nice yeah it's really cool man there's um a lot of people out there especially in the states who are they go out of their way to share your work and promote you for free you know it's amazing um people like jimmy presley and guys like that you know they need to get some more recognition i think people like yourself as well oh yes (laughs) absolutely yeah (laughs) (laughs) so jonathan anything else you want to add in well i'll put it this way you made it easy for a musical bed to end this because <laughs> I am go- I am going to go with, and I know I don't care about copyright, uh, Warren Zevon, Werewolves of London. Okay. I haven't seen that one yet. Is that recent song? No, that is from the late 70s. It's a song. Oh, okay. Okay. Warren oh, Zevon's a legendary rock musician. Yay, we all sound stupid, yay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, I think that's uh, everything, Uh, Chris, unless you want to add anything else that we didn't mention. (laughs) Um, No, no, it was was good chatting with you. Um, It's been a, I mean, we've known each other for about a year now, haven't we, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's good to finally chat with you. um, Yeah, I'm sure we'll start talking again on Facebook. It'll be pretty cool. Definitely, I look forward to it. Why not try downloading this new classic set of music that will be dropping so far off the charts, there's bound to be injuries. <laughs> now that's what I call depressing. It's gonna make those who are even close to having the slightest glimmer of hope wanna jump off the highest of planks. For those that are getting Now That's What I Call Depressing, you'll be getting that song that reminds you of that relationship with those cougars. Wrinkled Ladies. For those who weren't really into cougars, but those who had that special friend whilst in Sail Black 2B, we got for you this clusterfuck that will put you in therapy for years to come. With cheeks wide open. fuck writes this shit? Oh hell, we're still recording this commercial. Always with you, it cannot be done. Those that rather have it out than in. This loaded hit will be dropping soon. Farthing in the USA. For those who place their order by calling or ordering online, the next hundred folks will receive their choice of either a noose of good quality that won't snap an installation of a new outlet next to your bathtub so you can now blow dry your hair in a full tub. Or the choice of the right gang to just beat the fuck out of you. Call us today at 1-800-FUCK-THIS. Ah!
Hi, this is Amanda Wist, and you're listening to Crazy Train Radio.